for a man, it's, it's much more natural to just spread your seed through different women. And I think that if the man is waiting this appreciation from many other women, there is something wrong. She would rather share a high-powered man than settle for a low-powered one. When you are a kind of polygamous or single and dating multiple girls, your sexual drive is higher. A girl right now can text a guy in Dubai and he can fly her out in Dubai. And, and so the opportunities are global. Hi, I'm Pierre and I'm French. Hi, I'm Catherine and I'm Russian. Hi, I'm Limo and I'm French. Yeah, guys, today we have uh, our first offline guest that is sitting uh, very close to us. And Limo, we're very happy to see you here. Yeah, excited to be here too. Nice yeah. to have you here, man. <laughs> Thanks. And I think our audience will really, really like the subject that we're going to discuss today. So, Limo, can you introduce yourself to our audience, like the people who doesn't know about you? For sure, yeah. So, so basically, I was born uh, in France, and I lived pretty much all my whole life in France and in Tunisia. I've also lived in Canada and, and many, many countries, but basically, I'm yeah, mainly French. So in terms of my background, well, uh, I studied mainly business and, and stuff like that. I have a heavy business background. Uh, and I think, you know, seduction and, and dating and sex and all of that is very much related to also business and, and how you succeed in life. I think there's a lot of parallels between both. So I quickly figured out that if I'm better at seduction and dating, I could also be better at business and in terms of persuasion, all of that. So I started being passionate about that from a very early age. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my, my intro. And now I'm basically helping men all over the world, whether entrepreneurs, professionals, um, business people to skyrocket their dating life. But only, not only dating, but also each and every single part of their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Great. When, when did you start this dating life? Uh, about, I'd say it started in high school because in high okay. school... I had this, you know, this quick love story. You know, I, I bet you guys had a, a love story in high school or something <laughs> yes. like that. Yes, and uh, mostly heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, usually heartbreaking <laughs> and stuff like that. And so that's where I started to, I started to be interested in that. Mm. I started learning from videos, books, stuff like that. And, um, and yeah, that, that's when I started like eight, eight nine years ago now. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once again, why did you decide to build this whole career about seduction? What's the what's the point? Because you want to help men to find a woman, or maybe you had some of your like own problems, maybe when you were young, young to seduce women or to have a relationship, or you just realized that this is like a um, successful business model and many men are interested in it. So how mm -hmm. this idea came up? Well, there's many parts, but first of all, there's, I mean, <laughs> there's many aspects of, of that. But the first thing is, it's not my main, I mean, it's my career now, mm -hmm. but I don't view it as, oh, it's my career, that's it, I'm the dating coach now. No, I, I'm, I'm multifaceted. I can be a DJ, a dating coach, a business guy, a real estate. I can do whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, that's one of the subjects that I'm, I'm passionate about. And there's only three main niches that are very profitable if you want to do a business. Like, okay. There's Tell like us. the health niche, mm -hmm. the wealth niche, like teaching money and stuff. And then there's relationships, three niches. And yeah, I, I just choose relationships. I could have cho I mean... I could choose business, but yeah, I was more competent in, in seduction than in business, so I, I chose seduction. Um, but I, 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 love, I love all three, you know, and I think you can make a thriving business in whatever you want, as long as you love it. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, is it possible that maybe in the future you will kind of refuse from this uh, seduction path in your life and you will uh, switch to another kind of business model? Probably, yeah, yeah, at some point. Probably okay. at some point. I would, I would still teach it just yeah. for the sake of it. I mean, if I have kids also in the future, I could also teach mm -hmm. them some ideas, especially guys. But definitely I can, I can branch out and do something else. Um, but I would still love to learn about female psychology, seduction. I think it's, uh, you know, mastery is a never-ending process. So once you start this journey, I think um, you, you quickly realize that it's a lifelong process. There's never a point where, oh, I know enough now. That's mm -hmm. it. See what I mean? So that's how I view it, yeah. Well, let's talk about straight to about seduction, yeah? All right. <laughs> uh, first, uh, how, uh, in your opinion, is easy way to meet women? Um, like maybe you can share some tricks. Uh, Pierre told me that you kind of have this gradation that how to meet in on the street, yeah? How to meet inside, like gym, restaurant, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, how to meet women in your kind of group of friends or circle of your friends and online in dating apps. And party as well? Yeah, parties, nightlife, everywhere. 
Um, one point about that that I want to mention is a, lo a lot of guys, they only teach cold approach, which is approaching a woman in the street or whatever, okay. and which is a good thing. I think, um, oh my God, know, it's like a business model. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it is. It is. There's different, uh, sub niches in the niche, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> but basically, yeah. So a lot of guys teach only that, but I think in 2022, you got to be multifaceted. You got like, if you only rely on one source. Like just, oh, I'm just going to approach women in the street and you're not competent, for example, with your online presence, with Instagram, with things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not adapting to the the, the present, the current mar dating marketplace because it's evolving. Everything is going online uh, and you can't be this guy who's just going to approach women and, and just do that. Okay. So so there's also multi, multiple facets, but let, let's come back to your question. Yeah, Sorry, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit, uh, yeah. How to meet a woman? For example, in your opinion, where is uh, to the best way to meet women and to continue like relationship with her? Is it on the street? Is it on a dating app? Or it's uh, all together and it doesn't really matter what yeah. like path you choose. So that that's a great question. Honestly, I think um, you should find multiple streams of women through multiple <laughs> through multiple. Uh, <laughs> there's multiple pathways to to getting dates. You know, I think you shouldn't be a one trick pony. That's why we call a one trick pony. I'm just going to do one thing. I'm just going to be the, the guy who's just going to approach women. And I, I'm going to do just that, nothing else. Okay. And from, from my experience, I think you should cultivate multiple streams, you know, a little bit from Instagram, a little bit from cold approach, a little bit from social circle, a little bit if you go out, you know, and you take some leads here and there. And then you have a funnel, you have a pipeline coming in mm -hmm. of, of new women, new dates, new opportunities. And from that pipeline, those leads, you can just, you know, schedule things with them and see how it goes, you know. So that that's how I see it. The best way is to... Um, honestly, now it's Instagram. A, lo a lot of it is, is Instagram, in my experience. Seriously? Yeah. I think, um, I will just say that for me, Instagram is one of the easiest thing. But uh, what we, okay, me, women and the women I know, we appreciate a lot if a man is trying to get to know you uh, or to meet you in real life. Because nowadays, a lot of men, they stop doing this. And I think it's because, yes, we have a lot of media and it's much easier to text than to go to a woman on the street or in the restaurant or whatever and try to talk to her and to be very like creative, not to just ask, okay, how are you doing? So what do you think about that? No, definitely. I think the art of approaching a woman in the street or at the gym or situationally in your daily life is never going to go away. I think um, this is a skill set that is more and more important as we become more divided with technology, etc. Mm -hmm. I think people should aim to meet people in real life. But pragmatically, from my experience, nowadays we're, we're busy. I mean, you guys are entrepreneurs too. You have your businesses, you have stuff. And sometimes it, it feels a little bit inefficient to just go out to approach women. You can do it situationally, but some guys, they, they plan their life around that. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall for three hours and I'm just going to approach women. And it's kind of inefficient. Mm -hmm. So for efficiency, I think Instagram is great. But then for that real life impactful conversation and, you know, for converting better, I mm -hmm. think, yeah, definitely um, a real life approach is way better than online because mm -hmm. you're face-to-face you're -face and there's way more punch. You can, yeah. yeah. But, but maybe we could... Uh, first, I wanted to say something. I think it was a early episode or something. Catherine asked me, but Pierre, is Tinder a funnel? <laughs> <laughs> so I think this episode is about answering this question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Even meeting a woman is a funnel. It's really, really interesting and surprising. What I wanted to say is like, now we are discussing about how to meet a woman, but maybe we, we could take a step back and think about what's the goal exactly? Like, how do you see dating? And you're, you're talking about this different strategy, but what's the end goal for you? Uh, what, what do you use the strategy for? Because they are just tools in the end. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. what, what, you, what you want to get out of them? Yeah, I think it's different for everyone. I mean, you might have a different goal than mine, clearly. Um, and, and we all have different goals. Um, and it's a lifestyle choice at the end of the day, you know. Uh, I think... For myself, personally, if we're talking about myself, because I, I can't talk for others, but mm -hmm. for myself, the, the main strategy is to cultivate a lot of opportunities and options because I'm at a point in my, in my life where I don't want to settle necessarily. I'm, I'm traveling, I have my business, I have stuff like that, and I'm busy. I don't want to have a single like relationship and stuff like that, and I'd rather have options first. And then maybe one day from these options, I'll find, you know, 
one that that will differentiate herself from the others that I could potentially have something long term with. Um, so that so you believe in monogamy overall, or what's your view about this? I think monogamy could be great, um, but even if you're monogamous with one girl, I think it's good also to have a little bit of options in just in case. You know, like not on, not necessarily cheating, but showing her that you could cheat in some way, like you could technically because you you're flirting. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, you're just seeing the menu. You know, you're just flirting a little bit without necessarily, um, without necessarily cheating on her. That's how I view it. Because even if in a, even in a relationship, I think it's important for a man to still be what I call anti-fragile, like have this versatility as well, where you could still, you know, cultivate some options. But by choice, you don't do it. You show her that you could, but you don't do it necessarily. If if monogamy is what you want. Mm. But what about the woman then? The woman is different. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> This is where it's starting. Okay, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Because for a woman, it's haram. It's haram to do. And I'm not going to go religious here, but since the dawn of time, I mean, female promiscuity has been, yeah, has been prohibited in some way. And there's a reason for that because biologically, women and men are different. I mean, women can't have, uh, you know, multiple kids with everybody. I mean, she could technically, but it's limited. Uh, she has limited eggs. Uh, the way she's wired biologically is different. And so for a man, it's it's much more natural to just spread your seed through different women. Through history, that's what men did. I mean, if you think about, you know, powerful kings in, in history or stuff like that, that's what they were doing. Actually, 4% of the Asian population comes from Genghis Khan, which was like the, the king there, because he impregnated, he impregnated so many women. And the opposite isn't true in history, like... Very few females have a ton of kids with different guys and stuff like that. It doesn't happen because it's different. Um, so I think definitely a man could have multiple women. And a, and a woman that has multiple men definitely isn't optimal at all for her. She loses value more than a man, for sure. Uh, I will not exactly agree. Yes, maybe historically uh, women, uh, for example, yeah, men can... Uh, have many women yeah, and make them pregnant. And women can only have like one pregnancy from one exact man. And I also heard this theory that, oh yeah, men uh, are historically these hunters and they hunted for women and blah, blah, blah. And women was always uh, waiting for a man. But that's, the thing is, yes, men were hunters, but they were hunting for animal to take this kind of, how to say, To kill him and to show his woman, like, you see how strong I am, how powerful I am. So I, for me, men were kind of waiting this appreciation from one exact woman. And I think that if the man is waiting this appreciation from many other women, there is something wrong. It's like he's trying to compensate something, trying to compensate some complexes or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is how I see uh, mm -hmm. things right now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, some guys are definitely doing that to compensate for a complex or to compensate for a lack of love that they didn't get when they were mm -hmm. young yeah. as, as a child. There's definitely those, those theories as well and those psychological mechanisms that, you know, if you didn't get some love when you were a kid or whatever, you're going to try to compensate for that by, by getting yeah. many partners and yeah. stuff. There's definitely that. But I think that as a man also, it's important to understand that we're wired differently. And so as a man, you could, you could love a woman with all your heart. Like mm -hmm. you, you could truly love her. You could technically, you could die for her even, you know, but you could still love her with all your, all your heart and still have sex with some, some girls that you don't care about. Whereas as a woman, it's very hard to do that. Like if she, if she cheats, it's because she doesn't love you anymore. Or, or she's very mad at you and she yeah. wants to prove you something or to show that I can do this as well. So going back to, uh, to the question, I'm curious whether a woman should also show her men that there is variety for her as well, that there are men around and kind of flirt or showing her men that he is not the only one and there are options as well. Mm -hmm. What so do you think? That's your question? That's like, my question. Whether yeah. women, in your opinion, should uh, kind of play the same game? Well, she could play the same game technically. Is gonna, I mean, if, if what she wants is a serious relationship with that guy that she plays with, um, I mean, the guy would potentially take it badly and just uh, replace her by another girl who would accept the fact that he's a man, he could find other girls, and I know my role, and I know that I can only have one man, and I'm going to have this guy. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, 
it's a dangerous game, I'd say, for some women. But it's dangerous uh, from the men's side as well. For example, if a woman feels that the man is cheating, he doesn't feel secure. And one of the reasons why women is living and going out from the relationship is when she starts, she stops feeling secure in these relationships. Mm-hmm. So it, it's dangerous in both sides for me. It could. It depends how you... Yeah, it depends how you treat her. If you really make her feel special and you show that you love her, etc., I mean, she's going she's gonna to feel appreciated in the relationship and she's going to accept it. But very few men can pull that off. I think that for 99% of men, they're not going to be able to do this. Uh, they're not going to be able to, to make that happen. Like, you got to be exceptional for a woman to accept that. Like, you got to be irreplaceable for a woman to accept that. Because if you're just an average Joe, I mean, she's not going to agree for you to find other women. But if you're truly irreplaceable, you have unlimited money, you have a strong physique, you have a, you know, a strong frame, personality, everything, and you're full stack, mm-hmm. then she's going to feel like, ah, I can't, I can't get better than this guy. So, well, better stick with him even if I share him. You see what I mean? And so a woman sometimes would rather, she would rather share a high-powered man than settle for a low-powered one. I think that a lot of women are like this. Statistically, they would rather share Brad Pitt than settle for the average Joe. See so, what I mean? So it's like what? You just gave the credit for a powerful, wealthy man to cheat? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you attained the top of the top, and not cheating, but I, I mean, because the word cheating is has a, has a negative connotation. I think you should be honest about the fact that you're seeing other women. When I'm seeing other women, my girl knows. I'm telling her, like, I'm honest about it. Like, hey, I have other girls, etc. And she accepts that. It's not like I'm lying. It's not like I'm saying, oh, I have just you. And then I cheat on her. No, no. I'm, I'm honest about the fact that, hey, I'm, it's me. Like, you know me. I'm, uh, when I travel, I meet some girls and that's it. You know, and she, she has to accept that reality. So, <laughs> so, so that's how, uh, how I see it. I, I don't lie. They're, I'm honest about it. I just want to ask you, like you're the two men in this room, and I want to ask you, what are you men seeking in cheating? What you want to get that one woman is not giving to you? What you what you're trying to find, like on the side while you cheat, while you choose another woman that your woman is not is is like not capable to give you? Go go ahead, Pierre. Maybe I don't know. I never cheat on anyone. Honestly, <laughs> even myself, like technically I didn't cheat because I was I was always honest about the fact like, hey, right now I'm not in a place where I want to settle. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to have multiple girls and they accept that. You know? Exactly the same. I had like maybe not six years because I, w- I was for six years kind of single. I mean, I, I saw women. I had women I date for a few months, but it was never like official. So I, w- I was free, like similar situation than what you're living now, uh, Limo. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think when you settle and... Your partner is not in this kind of like open sexual life. I don't know. I think when you are cheating, I think you are just not true to yourself, in my opinion. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, let, let me answer uh-huh. one quick. I, just answering for most men from what I've found, I mean, it's natural for a man to seek variety as well. Even if they have the best partner, uh, I mean, the girl is beautiful, she has a nice personality, etc., I think that a man is always going to be drawn to variety as well, sexual variety. They 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 love that. That's the. I read a book called um, what was the book again? I think it it was um, the Evolution of Desire by David Buss, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why most men cheat, eighty percent of them, is because they wanna they wanna seek sexual variety. And they admitted that they wouldn't they wouldn't have cheated if their woman accepted to have like a threesome with another girl with them or have like someone else come in as well. But at the same time, is it okay if a woman, okay, for example, man is offering her woman to have a threesome with another girl, obviously. And what if her woman is saying, okay, let's have a threesome, but first with the two men? You know the answer. <laughs> Because we had a sex coach uh, two episodes ago, and this is exactly what she told. It's just try to understand me uh, as a woman here. Uh, it's like men originally have more, how to say, credit, yeah, for all this variety thing. And woman is has always to kind of agree and cannot have the same. So if the man can have a threesome with two girls, why women cannot have threesome with this man and another man? Oh, you could, but you're going to lose tremendous value and the man is probably going to leave you unless he's a cock. I'm lost. <laughs> I, I'm lost at this point. What do you think? Um, I wanted you to answer the, the question that Limo asked earlier. 
Do you rather be with a powerful man that might see other women or might be flirting with other women or do you prefer a man less powerful? I prefer a powerful man that appreciates me and is not going to cheat and is not going to sleep with other women. Because I, I don't believe there are only two options. Either weak man who is always with you is uh, who is not going to cheat ever or a strong, cool man but who, cheated, who cheats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, the, yeah, I think definitely you could find a man who has those mm-hmm. uh, both. I mean, he's he's like powerful. He has all the all the attractive traits that you're looking for in a man. But at the same time, he's gonna be able to stick with you long term. But it's very rare because those top tier guys they have so many options that it's very hard to lock them down. Unless you're, I mean, you could, but unless you accept the reality that they could have other options too. So uh, statistically, I mean that that's. That's what happens, but it's the jackpot. If you can find a guy like that who can stick with you long term and who's going to have all the, the best traits, it's the jackpot, but it, it rarely happens for the guys who are at the top. Tell maybe some tricks how to seduce a woman. Or maybe we can just right now create a situation that you liked one girl on Instagram, yeah? And how are you going to communicate with her? And the second option is you met one girl on a restaurant, at the party, whatever. What is your, how to say How are you going to start communication with her? Mm-hmm. And what can you recommend to the guys who want to like meet girls, but there are lack of confidence? Okay, so there's three questions here. <laughs> kind of. Uh, let, let's start with the, the first one, yeah. the, the Instagram one yeah. first. Yeah. So in terms of Instagram, first of all, there's many setups that you need to put in place before texting a woman. Because if your profile isn't optimal, if you don't have the right you know, pictures and the right stories and the right setup in your profile, I mean, it's not going to work. So we're talking about Instagram here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first Instagram, okay. and then we can talk about approaching women in real life. But first, first on Instagram, you got to do your homework. You got to gotta put in the right effort for your profile. And there's a setup that works consistently. And I've, I've cracked the code. I know which setup works. There's a, a set of pictures that you should take. There's a number of pictures that you should have minimally. And there's a number of followers that you should have also. So there's a lot of things you, you need to have, but then once you have the right profile set up, so assuming that you have the right profile, then it's about finding girls in your vicinity, in your city. So there's a system for that too. So Instagram is a search engine. Mm-hmm. Many of you know that. And on Instagram, you can find people nearby. You can just find the people who tag themselves in locations nearby. And that's how you can access uh, a pool of women who are near you, in your city, tagging themselves in pictures. And so then you can create kind of a pipeline from that, and then you text them. And if I want to text them, my tip, first of all, make your account public. Don't be private if you want to text girls because they have to see your profile. Mm-hmm. That's why the setup is so crucial. So make your account public. Uh, second thing is DM girls who have equal or less followers than you do, usually, because if you have like if you have a thousand followers and she has 10,000 or 20,000, it might not work because she's going to feel like she's way higher value than you in terms of followers and stuff. So from my experience, it's better to text girls who have less followers than you do. Mm-hmm. I crack the code with you. Kind of, because here I have a bit different opinion. Sorry for interruption. Um, I think if a woman has more followers than a man and she sees that a man is texting her with with the less number of followers i uh, personally will think that okay this guy has like a balls or he's confident mm-hmm. yeah also and because yeah. like uh, this for example famous or um, successful women m- men are very afraid of successful women so um, a lot of women with a lot of like number of followers they don't receive so much kind of this texts because men are just simply afraid Mm-hmm. to go into connection with them because they will feel that they are down. Definitely, that's a great point. I mean, you could aim. You, I think you should still aim for it and, mm-hmm. you know, try your luck. I mean, just text her and see, you know. But definitely, if you want to convert better, it's better to DM girls who have around the same amount or less than you do. Okay. But then you can still go for it. I still yeah. go for, if I have 20K, let's say, I would still go for the girls who have 50K and I would just try it. Mm-hmm. But I would also prioritize girls who have around my, the same amount. You see what yeah. I mean? That's just a tip. Yeah. Uh, but then also the first message. Um, in terms of the first message, I mean, it's very simple. So a lot of guys, they start overthinking, like, what what should I say? And what's the best texting trick and whatever? Um, but you know you know what my first message is? Like, it's it's so easy. Like, it's just her name. So if her name is Carla, Carla. 
if her name is Joanna, Joanna. And then I wait. Then if she texts back, she's kind of interested. And then I move it and I have a system for that. But really, I don't invest much in the beginning. I just send the first message, see if she reacts, see if she reciprocates. And then I move the conversation forward uh, till we till I propose uh, to meet up, basically. But it should be quick. I mean, you're not there to chit-chat the whole day and stuff like that. Like, it's very quick. Uh, it's very step-by-step step, um, and it's very quick. I, I think... Uh, the goal of texting is to meet in real life as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're not there to chit chat, so yeah. Yeah, especially if there are many men that are texting this woman. Come on, to spend whole life, uh, whole whole day texting with the guys, it's uh, very boring. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, overall, I, I agree. I think sometimes you can chat a bit if there is good flow. Like definitely. It's what I was saying uh, in the last podcast we did uh, that actually we published a few hours ago. Um, we had seduction coach Lula that was here as well. And we agreed that in the end, there is many, many techniques in seduction. And I would say at least the, the point I arrive now is all the technique doesn't really matter. Like the most important is to be yourself, to connect with the person and it's going to work, work out kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in seduction, nothing is like exact, you know, you can always it's malleable. There's mm-hmm. no strict rule. It's you can exactly always like, tweak it. Like sales and this is the yeah, beauty of exactly. it. exactly. Like there's the theory, yes, and in general there are, there are things that work, but then you can always tweak it and mm. break the rules and see what happens. And, and to put yeah. your personality? To put your personality? I, I know some exactly. friends, they're going to do exact uh, opposite strategy than you. They're going to write this super long message with a lot of details with why they text the woman and they're going to give a lot and it worked for them a specific type of woman which they like I, yeah I, f- I think the rule is there is no rules kind of but I mean of course there is system that work and that are yeah. proven it, it's why I was asking the goal I think it depends what's your end goal if you are trying to meet a certain amount of, of women to have this kind of abundance I think it's different than if you're really trying to find this one person that you will feel this huge connection with and that you will kind of look to build a life together then I don't know. I just see this uh, two different way to to do it, and two different kind of strategy, or at least tools or way to connect with them. Mm-hmm. But let's say even if you wanted to find this good one girl that you you have a crazy connection with, mm-hmm. well, nowadays to be honest, to find a good one, a really good one, you probably have to date a bunch of ones first as well. This I totally agree. You know. So anyways, you have to cultivate some options first and then see, you know, which one is most suited for you, most qualified for mm-hmm. your life. See what I mean? But That's still, you can, you can do a huge qualification, if I can use this word, uh, before meeting a few women. Yeah, like, definitely. I think it's exactly the same as if you want to hire someone in your company. You can do what you do when you are kind of first level in business. You hire your cousin, uh, the friend of your friend or your best friend or whatever, uh, most of the time it's not going to be the best f- person for your business, but you, you trust him. And then you learn how to hire or to use, I don't know, like Facebook ads or whatever to hire the best people. And um, then you're going to want to have a lot of people that apply and then qualify and then have the best one. And I think in relationship, it's kind of similar. And I, just in my opinion, I don't like to make it so automated and so systemized i like to have a bit of variety and a bit of randomness because i don't know i believe relationships are more about emotional than logical Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess it's cool to have let's say a backup of logical so you kind of know where you are so it's kind of working and then let the flow do its work yeah no i I think definitely there should be a a balance between doing things systematically and also mm. adding your touch, your own exactly. touch, your own intuition in the moment, depending on what she gives you. Because every every girl is unique. Even if you if you text 10 girls, you might say the same thing, but they're going to have a different reply. And so then you got to tweak it a little bit and you got to add, you know, some touches. And so there's always some tweaks to be made, but it's good to have kind of a, like some, yeah, some backend, as you said, backend mm. uh, system, yeah. just in case, you know. Uh, I know you will not share here everything because come on, you have uh, this seduction system and program, so guys yep. can go and like go into it. But something that you can share here, how mm-hmm. to communicate in real life when you see the woman for the first time and you really like her. Yeah, so there's different 
ways and different situations um, depending on the, the setup. Uh, you know, it depends if you meet her nighttime, daytime, if she's at the gym, if she's just in the street. It depends on many things, but I would give you like a like a normal regular situation, and then yeah, I could I could add some more things. Mm-hmm. But so let's say I I'm, I'm walking. It's sunny outside. I feel well. I, I feel like I'm happy. Whatever. And I see a beautiful girl passing by. So first of all, let's say she's coming towards me, right? She's coming towards me. But, well, what what I would do first is I would get her attention. I would just maybe wave at her real quick, let her know that, okay, I want to talk to her. I want to stop her. So I would just stop her. And then, you know, after I stop her, uh, then he starts with the opener or whatever you're going to say first, right? Now, it doesn't matter much, um, but usually what I would say first is I would be very direct about my intentions. I wouldn't beat around the bush because there's a lot of guys that they're going to beat around the bush. Like, oh, well, where the Starbucks is? Oh, can, could you <laughs> tell me the where time? the toilets are? <laughs> the time, whatever. And this is bullshit. And you know it's bullshit. So don't do that. So instead, just be direct about your intentions. Clarify your intent. And so what I say is, okay, uh, tell them why you're there. And so I would just say something like, hey, I just saw you. I thought you, you looked interesting. I wanted to come say hi. And um, and that's it. And then I see, I calibrate based on, you know, based on that. Usually, I mean, most girls are going to say, oh, thank you. It's, it's sweet. Okay. Or some girls are going to say, oh, thanks. And they're going to be a little bit hesitant. Or they're going to say, oh, you scared me. I, I didn't see you, whatever. So you, you have to calibrate also. You have to show empathy depending on what she, what she gives you. But then you can do many things. You can um, you can make comments on her. You can make a cold read. You, you know what cold reads are maybe. Like basically you, you just guess. You make an assumption about her. Mm-hmm. So instead of asking many questions like, oh, where are you from? How old are you? Where, what do you study? What do you do? Instead of asking questions, uh, make statements about her. Uh, make assumptions, guesses, try to make it playful. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the you're, main... you're a yoga girl from Bali, right? And then she's like, oh, no, I'm dancing, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah, exactly. kind of broke the eyes. Yeah, exactly. And so and so then really one of the most powerful tips that I can give you in terms of communication is that people love to talk about themselves, especially women. So really when I talk to a woman, I, I make it as much about her uh, then I, I mean, I, I really make it about her. Like I, I try to be generally interested in her, ask her as many things as possible to make her talk about herself. And usually, if she allows herself to talk and to 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 speak about herself, whatever, she's gonna like you because mm-hmm. she's gonna feel like okay, she can open up and that you're interested. Um, and so yeah, I make her talk about herself. And then I would qualify also because you don't wanna you don't wanna appear too easy. You don't want to basically just tell her, oh, give me your number, whatever, and you haven't qualified her at all. So you want to qualify her. Like, you want to basically ask her about things that you're looking for in a woman. For example, oh, do you work out, by the way? Oh, do you like to party? Oh, how, advent- how adventurous are you usually? Blah, blah, blah. And you kind of qualify and see, you know, what type of woman she is. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of close. You close. You make it quick. Honestly, if I, if I meet a girl in real life, I make it quick. Like, five, five minutes, it's done. Maximum. Five minutes, ten minutes, max. Other than that, I mean, if we're going to stay 20 minutes talking, better go to a coffee and get yeah. her on an instant date, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be quick. Uh, so, really, my structure is ACCQC. Uh, it's basically get her attention first and really um, approach her with certainty and conviction, et cetera, at first with the right body language. Then C is clar- clar- clarify your intent. So, tell her why you're there, et cetera. Then the other C is, you know, have a small conversation, cold read, et cetera. And then uh, Q, qualify her, qualify her on things. And then C, the other C is close. Then you close quick and that's it. So ACCQC. Now there's way more things. And that's what I teach in my program, the dating accelerator. So I can't give you everything here because it's very long. I mean, I could I could speak about this for like three hours, four hours. That's what I do in my programs. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's the, the main thing if I would approach a woman in real life. And it's not that complicated. 80% of success is actually showing up. Like once you show up and you said hi, that's already uh, a success because most guys wouldn't even bother to do it, you know? So so you're already ahead if, you, if you're doing that. Ah, yes, 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 yes. What if the man doesn't have confidence to mm-hmm. meet women, especially outside? So what you can recommend them? Just to go online? Confidence is something that you build. I mean, no, you, you don't want to rely on online only. Even okay. if you're not confident, you have to build your confidence and there are some practices for that. Mm-hmm. But it starts with your self-image. Mm-hmm. So first of all, there's a lot of things in your self-image that you can improve. Um, and there's a lot of inner work as well. Like in a lot of people think that seduction is just like a bunch of techniques and tricks and stuff you, you have to say. But actually, I'd say that 80% of seduction is learning about yourself, learning about your own foibles and your own shortcomings. And so there's a big inner work that you have to do 
uh, in order to really get your mind right, your frame right, before actually ap approaching women. So I think, um, yeah, confidence is something that you build, and there are some processes you can engage in to really build it over time and, and have that confidence when you approach. And then, obviously, as with everything, the more you do something, the better you get at it. So at first, you're going to suck if you haven't done it at all. At first, you might suck, but then as you do it and as you improve, uh, it's, it's like any skill set. It's like going to the gym, you put in the reps, Seduction is like a muscle. You put in the reps, you go out there, you talk to women. Um, I mean, you're going you're gonna to get results. Like, if you, if you keep doing that, you're going to get results. It's like going to the gym. I mm -hmm. mean, if you, if you train it for a couple of weeks, you're going to get a lot better. You're going to get numbers. And then it's a self-reinforcing cycle because once you see success, once you see that you can do it, you want to do it even more and more and more. And then you just um, become more confident. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, w I was wondering if you had um, any specific strategy for different nationality of women if you think for example if when you are teaching seduction you precise like this is uh, for i don't know like asian women or if you think there is the same basics for all the women or if there is huge um, uh, difference or yeah. what, what do you think about this that's a very great question i think uh, there are some difference a little bit but universally women respond to kind of the same triggers i'd mm -hmm. say They respond to, you know, to high status, to confidence, to certainty, leadership, all of these traits that uh, we've, uh, we've evolved to, I mean, that they've, they've evolved to like. But um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was in Thailand two weeks ago, and the way I would seduce a girl in Thailand is a little bit different than the way I would seduce a, a girl here, for example. There are some ways, some stuff you have to, you have to adjust. Um, yeah, but that, I mean... Most things are pretty similar, I'd say. They respond to the same things. Uh, usually, if you're attractive for... I mean, if a woman in France finds you attractive, then a woman in Estonia would also find you attractive based on the, the traits that you have. So, universally, they respond to the same things, mainly. Yeah, yeah. but because I always thought that uh, women here are more, much more colder. It's much harder here kind of to break the ice, no? Am I wrong? I, I didn't have this experience at all. I, I think they're very welcoming, usually. No. Okay, so it's very obvious who is seduction guy, uh, seduction coach here. <laughs> Another question I wanted to ask you, but I think we partly kind of answered it at the beginning, but still I will ask maybe you have something to add, because you created this kind of vision that um, uh, if a man is surrounded by many women, it means he is very successful. Uh, and especially other men, they see this man very successful. But isn't it cooler and, I don't know, more meaningful if there is one woman uh, who is really like supporting you, who is really into you? Because I'm not quite sure that all these tons of women uh, around one man, they are really, I don't know, supporting him and they really care about him as one exact woman can do. What do you think about that? I think it depends on how you set it up. I mean, you can have... Um It, it really depends on the relationship that you have if you have multiple women. Uh, I think that it's definitely possible to have multiple women really loyal to, to you and in love with you at the same time. But definitely it's good to also have one girl who truly supports you and like ride or die and just one, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I mean, both these things show power. I, I would respect equally a man who has just one girl and, and that's it. And I mean, I, I would respect those two guys equally, a guy who has just one girl and a guy who has multiple girls. But the main thing is, yeah, being successful with women is important as a man. And this is definitely an aspect that any man should master. So whether you want one, you want three, four, six, whatever, be successful with women. Mm -hmm. I also heard that theory that, um, for example, if you have kind of business meeting, yeah, with the guys, if you bring a um, very beautiful woman, it's kind of growing the the possibility of closing a very good deal if you have a pretty woman next to you. <laughs> I, I heard this theory because there is this hormones in other men's body that is growing, so they're more loyal to you. Mm. What do you think about Interesting. that? I think, yeah, it could, uh, it could definitely be true because, uh, you know, we respond to, I mean, there's multiple weapons of influence. There's a book called Influence by Robert Cialdini. And he talks about the different weapons of influence that you can use to persuade people. And one of them is social proof and pre-selection. So if other men or other women see that you're pre-selected by other people already and that other people like you, respect you, etc., they're going to tend to do so themselves as well. They're going to copy the, the choices of others and, and kind of 
if you're pre-selected, then they would assume psychologically that other people have done the work before them to select you. So they're going to select you as well by default. And so there's definitely multiple um, weapons of influence that you can use to to add more value, to add more uh, value, yeah, to your your overall perception of how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. The, you I mean, it's like in you were doing. I think Pierre, you did some uh, e-commerce or some some. Not really. I no. part. I partner at some okay. point. Uh, I work at some point for a company, mm-hmm. but I never did myself. Okay. Yeah, it's like you're when you sell online. You know, when you put some testimonials, you put some uh, reviews. When you put. Uh, uh, some stuff that proves that you're already legit. I mean, people are going to tend to trust you more. So if if people see you with a woman, a beautiful woman, they're going to tend to associate that with a level of success and and a level of confidence, leadership, trust. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of unconscious uh, energy and choice anyway. Yeah. Uh, talking more about this, how let's say how it worked between uh, being monogamous and polygamous, if you can resume this way. Um, I have realize myself and talking with many friends i think most of the guy i've been talking about with with this subject or just all agree on this that when you are kind of polygamous or single and dating multiple girls your sexual drive is higher because you have this kind of novelty and diversity effect but for me i realized that now that i'm with catherine it's gonna be uh, i think a year soon like this summer i also have more focus on my business because i'm not Thinking in the background like, ah, this girl, does she answer me? Or am, am, am I going to date her tonight? Is she going to come? Because this one, I really want to see her. But then I have this other one if she don't come. And this kind of like, you know. Distracting like, you. Yeah. N- now I have this with my sales, you know. I have my prospect. I mean, I had already before. But now I have only my, uh, how to say, business uh, leads that I'm following. And before I had my business lead and my dating uh, leads and I don't know. I, I'm still figuring out what's the highest level of energy. At the moment, I'm uh, considering my choice. Feeling more focused in monogamous, and I think it's overall driving me more focused in business and more, uh, how to say, stronger, more competent, more efficient. But I'm still wondering because I have uh, friends that told me a different story, and I think it's a very interesting subject. I'd love to have your opinion about this. Mm-hmm. So you're saying basically... Uh, when you're, mo- I mean, the difference between monogamy and polygamy in terms of how focused you are in your work, basically, like the oh, the sex drive that bring uh, polygamy, like this diversity. The sex drive, you said. Yeah, I I okay. be- I believe you said that the fact that you this diversity, like you're gonna have different women, it's kind of raising your sexual energy. Yeah. And you kind of want to fight harder to get th- this diversity. Yeah, and on the other side, uh, when you're monogamous, you basically don't fight for this diversity. So you are focused on not trying to find women. You have mm-hmm. your woman, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the word "fighting for diversity," I think it's a little bit uh, exaggerated because you don't really fight. You just um, you know, on your spare time, you just cultivate some options, and it becomes a habit. It's like brushing my teeth now. You know, I'm gonna talk to a few girls. Mm. You know, while while I'm while I'm at the gym, I'm gonna talk and. Like, it, it's just a habit of just, like, you're talking with friends. I would just talk to some girls and cultivate options. But I, honestly, I mean, for me, I think that, you know, having this killer instinct to always find new women and always close and always, you know, going for new variety also translates to how I prospect and find clients, etc. I think that how you do one thing translates into how you do other things. And definitely this spirit of conquest of always conquering new women conquering new prospects conquering new business territories is um yeah it, it it aligns with everything i'm conquering women business prospect everything and so i think uh, definitely it, it aligns so it depends some guys they're going to have a hard time managing it but if you have systems in place like i do and like my clients do uh, you can definitely be very very successful in business while cultivating options without compromising your work you know so interesting so you need the system backup definitely exactly <laughs> i wanted to ask straight one interesting question uh, how many women do you have right now <laughs> well it depends um in tallinn for example kinda let's say in tallinn honestly I, c- i can't give you like a precise number because some i mean i could but it, it really depends um If we're talking about girls that are that I'm serious with in some way, you know that I'm. Wow, what do you mean serious? 
Sirius means like it's my main, it's my main chick. It's like a, it's like a girl that I see over and over again, and I've been seeing her for a while, and it's kind of my main girl. And then I have other side girls that I could see, I could not see. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But you see what I mean? So there are some, you know, main girls, side girls. So it, it really depends. But I, I yeah, I have some. I, I, I mean, I can't give you a precise number, like five or ten or whatever, but because it, it really depends. Um, some. If we're talking, like, it's like, I view it like spinning plates. You're spinning multiple plates at the same time. And some plates falls off, some other come in. <laughs> you know, it's like a rotation that always, you know, there's some new ones. There's some, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, but I need like at least approximate numbers because I, it's what, 5, 10, 15, 20? No, I'd say it's hard to manage more than 10 at the same time. And yes, and there is my next question. Isn't it too hard like energetically to meet all of them mm. aren't you aren't you like overspreading your energy because one is already a lot of work huh? yeah honestly i mean i don't date every day first of all like I, I i choose a few days during the week where i have the time to date okay so and, you're you're all about the system yeah and this uh, i mean also because i have client calls i have stuff yeah. like that to do so i can't date every day so i choose my days tr strategically and i really view it as my fun time, you know, it's like my fun time. It's not overwhelming for me. Like without it, I feel like I'm not living as much as I, I, I could, as, mm -hmm. as much as I should. Because, yeah, I mean, on a, on a Thursday night or whatever, yes, you could work. But it's also fun to have a girl and, you know, have some female energy in your life constantly as well sometimes. Because if you're living your life as, you know, as a business guy or as an entrepreneur, it's stressful. You know, you have work all day, you, you have responsibilities. And so I think that having some women around are going to add a lot of joy, a lot of fun to your life. And yeah, it's like a meditation every single time. So it's good. Okay. <laughs> what, what do you do when you hang out with those girls? Like, what do I do? Do you spend the whole time in bed at home or are you going out doing activities, whatever? Yeah, it, it depends on the girls. On the first dates, it's going to be a drink uh, and it's either going to be at my place or it's going to be in a bar. And I like when it's at my place directly because I'm, I'm, I don't want to go at a bar like I'm, I, I could, but I'd rather do it at my place first. And then, yes, we can do some other activities. And I'm talking more about the girl that you are seeing long term. Ah, long term, and, uh, okay. The main or like the few main one. Yeah, I mean, we do many, many things. Uh, we, we do many things. Sometimes we go clubbing. Sometimes we go uh, do you know, visit something or do do something like that. And sometimes we even do business together. I have mm. a few girls that um, we do business together. I mean, because uh, one of my friends and I can't talk, I can't give the name, but one of my friend, he had he has a cryptocurrency in the in the adult industry, mm -hmm. and he needs uh, some models uh, basically. And so I partnered with some of my main girls so that they send pictures or they send videos. And in exchange, uh, he sends me the money and then I send her the money. And so we, I, I like to also do business with my long-term girls, like OnlyFans, webcam, stuff like that. I think it's, it's good. <laughs> it keeps the relationship uh, fun and, and fruitful. All right. If you want to end communication with one girl, how you do it and why it might happen? That's your kind, I, I don't know what it might be. You are losing an interest or you find another girl who is much more cool than this one. Yeah, I just uh, let it uh, let die, it you know, yeah. I just, uh, I, I appear busy all the time. Um, I, I just let it die. And yeah, and then she she knows, like, I'm not I'm not that interested. It oh. happened to me recently, actually, with with one. Yeah, we were we were very close. But then we grew up apart. And I was traveling to Thailand, and we didn't see each other for a while. And then I just let it die. And yeah, and now we don't see each other much. But uh, but you had the conversation to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked uh, about we talked about it. But um yeah, sometimes that's it. You you gotta end it and find new girls. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, it's that that's how it works usually. And then sometimes you like you find a girl that's better, and so you drop, you you just drop and you just replace. You know, if if she if you don't, yeah, if there's something you didn't like and you find a better girl, can replace. So it it really depends. Yeah. Okay. In a way, uh, first when I when I heard about this kind of how to say strategy or way to deal uh, with women or relationship, I took it was super selfish and I was like, oh, it's bad, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm more like uh, people do it with friends, with family, with uh, co-workers. Like when you f feel a better fit somewhere else, I mean, come on, can make sense to, to move. Like, so yeah, now I'm like, okay, why not? What do you think? Uh, 
Uh, what you're talking about exactly? The fact that when you meet a woman that you connect more with, you're gonna switch your attention to this. I think it's a much more longer conversation that we're having right now because I believe that there are things that you can work on in your relationship, and it it depends if it's a long term relationship or it's a as you are doing. So oh, it's it's really like into the context. It yeah. really depends. I wanted <laughs> to read one of your posts on the Telegram. And have your comment about that. Okay. Because yesterday, when I was preparing the script and I saw it, I was burning inside. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So uh, <laughs> I received this screenshot from the Telegram group, like, baby, what the fuck is this? <laughs> okay. So I will read the whole one, yeah? So it, yeah, it's all... Go yeah. That is home. Just came back from Thailand. <laughs> Feels good to come back home after a trip while having one of your girls impatiently waiting for you. She was waiting for her man to return and now I'm back. Women are lost without a strong man. First question. And the second one. Their life's purpose is to please a man they respect and ensure the survival of their offspring. Women will do anything for you if they are truly obsessed and invested. Having women unlock is the biggest life hack ever. What the fuck is that? I mean, their life's purpose is to please a man they respect and, and, and ensure their survival of their offspring. Uh -huh. Why? I think that a woman without a strong man is not very fulfilled. Like there's something a little bit lacking, you know, in their lives. They, they want direction, you know. That, that's what I've found, you know. Yes, but um, the world is not running around a dick, you know, turning around one dick. Yeah. So for me, this... Um, kind of saying that the life's their life's purpose is to please a man it's so into a context nowadays it's like we're living what in the 15th century or 16th so for me it was like very i, I don't even i i cannot even uh, describe what you think i'm curious to see your opinion um i don't know i'm kind of neutral today in this conversation i totally understand those arguments i think logically they make sense I think it just depends. I think some women definitely are looking for this. Mm -hmm. I think some men are happy to provide this to women. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know, I'm often thinking about this guy, uh, Guy Ritchie. is maybe the top 10 producer in the world right now. Uh, worth like, I don't know, 500 million, something like that. Um, he made recently the movie The Gentleman or Sherlock Holmes, stuff like that. And he was for eight years the husband of Madonna when she was at the top of the career. I don't think you put Madonna on lock, but this is Madonna. Mm -hmm. And there is women like Madonna and there is women that want to be on lock. So I think both are fun for me. As long as it's a choice from both sides, you know? Okay. It's, it's again, it's the contrast between having modern values and traditional values. I feel like yourself, for example, you, you're more aligned with the modern type of, of dating? In some things I'm traditional. Yeah, like, some things yeah. you might be traditional. Yeah, but for me this like I can say that uh it's very it's very cool to have a strong man. And when the when woman has a very nice man, she of course she's uh, more fulfilled and she she's better. But to say that they our women's life's life's purpose is to please a man with this uh, kind of oh my god, I don't see <laughs> with this uh, I I cannot agree. Honestly, to be honest, I mean, the, I, I made I made the generalization there because obviously we all have different purposes, etc. I mean, if you want to go spiritual, I think our purpose is to obviously, I mean, find ourselves mm -hmm. and spread love. And I mean, if you want to go spiritual, we can go. But obviously, there is many purposes. But one of the purposes that a woman has is obviously, um, you know, reproducing and, and ensuring her survival. And she can only do that and be fulfilled with that if she finds a strong man to do it with. And, and that's it. So, I mean, it's, it's a generalization that I made, but I definitely think that some women appreciate that. And definitely this girl, for example, she was all for it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's about the context. All right. And maybe it can be as well like cycle in your life. Maybe at some point you want to be a woman and you want to follow a strong man and you want to have this experience for a few months, few years. And then you want to build your business and you want to be the leader and maybe you want a man that follow you in your relationship or you want a man that is ever stronger that you build something. This is my uh, point of view about this. 
Did you ever have a ser- had a serious relationship in your life? And when was the last one, if you had? Mm-hmm. Like a true serious one without any other girl? Yes. It was when I was 17 and uh, it lasted four months. Wow. So that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not much of a relationship guy that, that much. I'm more of, I've always been kind of a playboy. I always, even when I was with her, I mean, she was the best. Um, she was the most attractive girl in my high school. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I was always also kind of a player. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. And what was the longer time you were with a woman, like uh, still being open, but seeing the same one? Yeah, maybe two, two, three years. Okay. Yeah. When I was in Montreal, for example, or even in Paris. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But do you want, or do you consider that in some time you will, you will be in a serious relationship, seeing just only one woman? And it, it, do, it, do you have like this as a goal? Yeah, I'd say never say never, but I think that um, as a goal, not really. I don't have like this goal. Oh, I, I want to find this one girl and settle with her. I don't have that goal. Mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, I, I, I mean. I believe that we have different ones for different times of our lives. As Pierre said, I want to come back to what he says. You can have multiple stages in your life. Maybe mm-hmm. at some point you want to build your business at a high level and you want to have kind of, you, you only want to have open relationships. And at some other point, uh, let's say your business is, is running well and everything is running well. You want to kind of have one girl that you want to enjoy that with and have only one partner. So I think there's different uh, stages and cycles in your life. So maybe at some point I would uh, I would prioritize only one girl and have this one girl but to be honest I view myself as a long-term playboy uh, I I like I like the that lifestyle I I, I like Hugh Hefner for example I like uh, Dan Bilzerian type of lifestyle so I'm I'm not, I'm okay with it I, I don't mind being a playboy all my life uh, I, I don't really yeah All right I'm very interesting to meet you like in 10 years maybe in 15 years and to see your life Like I'm, I'm saying it with the good intentions. Yeah, I'm very yeah. curious, like how, how it will be. Yeah, hopefully and a lot of women, a lot of money, and yeah. <laughs> do, do you want children? Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, with different ones. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I will see. I don't want to say that publicly necessarily like different ones. Maybe I ju- I'll just have one kid with one girl, and that's it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm open to any possibility. Okay. And how old are you? You right now? Uh, so right now I'm turning 25. Yeah. Okay. Now I just wanted to go to, uh, back a bit to this complex thing. I wanted to ask you whether if you consider this that maybe you had some complexes when you were younger and right now you're kind of compensating it or no? I actually, I've been, I've been asked this question a lot, especially by women. Obviously, yeah. A lot of women yeah. are trying to figure out, okay, what, what, is, what is this problem? What is the What's nature the of, this, this of this thing? Yeah. Um, and to be honest... I'm sure to some level, yes, because obviously I had some heartbreaks and that's what uh, drived, uh, th- that's what really initially motivated me to learn about this. Mm-hmm. So definitely a little bit. But through the years, I mean, um, I've worked on myself a lot. Like I, I, I know myself pretty well now where I've done the inner work and stuff. And still, I still enjoy um, having multiple women. And I don't think it's coming from a place of, lack because of my of my childhood now i think it's definitely i enjoy that and i think it makes sense to date multiple women first so that then you can potentially find one woman that you truly like anyways i think abundance is the key i think you should always have abundance you should always have options um with everything with money like multiple sources of multiple sources of income multiple sources of females have have options i think i'm i'm all about abundance so that's a lifestyle choice at this point All right. Very interesting. Your client's goal when they go to you, what, what, what they really want, what is their desire? Mm-hmm. Uh, just having multiple women, it's not like the, the end desire, yeah? There, there, there is something behind it. So yeah. what, is, what is it uh, normally? So usually, yes, they want to find, they want to have a girlfriend maybe. Yeah. But before having a girlfriend, they want to have this playboy face first. So mm-hmm. a lot of them are like that. And then there's the eternal, eternal playboy who, you know, he's, he wants to have multiple women anyways, and he, he doesn't see himself in a marriage or in a long-term thing. So he definitely wants to have options, and that's it. Um, and then there's the guy who has been divorced, for example. Like, I worked with a lot of guys in their 40s, 50s, 60s even, who were divorced, and now they feel, they feel like there's something lacking in their lives. There's a lack of female energy. They, they have trouble finding women. And so they want to get uh, the ball rolling again. They want to 
find other women and eventually find a girl that they could uh, that they could spend the rest of their days with. You see what I mean? So there's different archetypes, uh, but definitely most of them, they're looking for a long-term girlfriend, but they know that before doing that, it's better to have options first. Mm-hmm. It's kind of to try and yeah. to find out what you really want. Exactly, yeah. 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 Like if you if you want to figure out what what's the best uh, what's the best taste of ice cream that you like for example like taste taste a bunch of ice creams and then figure out okay which one you like best you see what I mean that's mm-hmm. the the psychology behind it all right there is this article about weight weight but why which is a blog I really like and it talk about uh, I think the article is how to find life partner and it start this article saying like most people uh, exactly as you said. They're gonna have to figure out how to date, and most people, the process is: I go to high school, I date a girl that I like in high school, averagely, like I like her, but I don't really know because it's the only girl, and I spend my life with it. I think there is nothing wrong with that if if you like it. But she's saying like like each skills if you want to sell, it's not the first phone call you're gonna know how to sell. You're gonna have to do the reps, as you were saying, and I think it's similar to find. Meaningful relationship or to build as well this playboy lifestyle. Playboy for sure, but even for a relationship, I believe maybe not playboy because it can sound a bit tricky, like you are playing around with women, but more this period, like experimenting, meeting different type of women, maybe different culture, different nationality, even different age, different activity, and you're gonna see what what fit. I, I believe in this as well. That mm-hmm. it can really help to experiment, then choose what you like in the yeah. long term. Yeah, yeah. And even like in the first stages of seduction, I think, um, I mean, I've learned this from some of my mentors, but there's no greater advantage for a woman than to know beyond doubt that she's your only source of intimacy. Like if she knows like this guy only wants me and I'm his only option, it's not attractive anyway. Like a woman in the beginning, I think she wants to sense that, okay, that guy is attractive to other women, that guy could get other women. And I think even from a seduction standpoint and strategically, even if you want to have a long-term partner, it's good to show that long-term partner that you have you have the ability to cultivate options. Mm-hmm. And so I think anyways, you, you have to be like that if you want to be very successful with women. I would say there is maybe a last stage that you can be dating only one woman because you really know which kind of woman you want. So you don't really have this kind of different option, but you are so confident and you know yourself so well and you know that you can get kind of a lot of women or any woman you want that you are showing it off. Like, I mean, the woman you are dating will feel it even if you don't really live at this different type of woman. Mm -hmm. Overall, you are trying to date different women at the same time so that each woman feel your abundance. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is at some point when you become so confident in yourself, you can be dating only one woman, the yeah. one you truly want. But if you really feel like you can get other women, if yeah. you don't end up with this one, she will feel it. And you don't really have to kind of have this whole process around yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a process of internalization of abundance in yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know it here. Yeah, when you, when you know that you have this ability to do it, she's going to feel it anyway, even if you don't show her that necessarily... You know, she's going to feel that you're that guy. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's it's just in your energy, in the way you are. She's going to feel like that guy had many, I'm sure. Like, it, you know, you. I mean, she's going to feel it in your way of being. You see what I mean? And so, then you can turn it as an advantage and use this kind of vulnerability. You can say something like, I'm dating only you right now. And if you say this in a way like it's honest, it's vulnerable, and still you are confident that if this didn't work out, you're not going to kind of, I don't know, like suicide, be depressed or whatever. Your life going to go on. I think this can be very powerful as well and, I don't know, honest way to, to do it. If you don't want to play this dating game or whatever. Yeah. No, you could do that. You could do that. And I will still believe, even at the end of our podcast, that it's very good if women is doing the same. If the man feels that his woman is attractive and many men really like want to date her. or The thing is, women do it very easily. Like, I think it's very easy for women, as long as you are attractive, or at least a bit, to be abundant because... You're gonna yeah. receive so many DMs, so many. Yeah, women mm-hmm. are already doing the doing it by default because they, you know <laughs> yeah, they're already exactly. doing it by default, and that's why, like, um, male's attention right now is super devalued because women receive unlimited attention from guys all over the world, and what's what's crazy is right now with social media, 
guys are not competing locally. Like we're not competing locally against each other right now. We're competing globally with social media, et cetera. Mm-hmm. A girl right now can text a guy in Dubai and he can fly her out in Dubai. And, and so the opportunities are global. And so there's a lot of competition. And for men, it's getting a lot harder right now. And if you're not using some strategies to position yourself properly, whether online or in real life, or if you don't have a system, you're going to, yeah, you're going to be left out with, with the crumbs, with the leftovers from, you're going to be left out with subpar women, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, so yeah, there's, uh, I think for women it's getting easier, but for men it's getting a lot harder. Always oh, um, um, sexual and love misery, misery kind of. I think this is increasing so much at the moment. Like, I think there is more and more men that just don't have any woman to, to sleep with at all. Like, yeah. zero opportunities. Yeah, there's been a lot of studies where they found that uh, there's more virgins than ever and more guys who are who and don't have sex. Teenagers and young people, they are having, they never had so little sex as now. Men or only men? No, men and women too. Mm. I think men especially, but I don't have the stat. Maybe we can find it out for another episode. And also another thing I was really su- surprised and I took was interesting is now with the dating app and social media as well. Um, many, let, let's say women are sleeping less than before because they can kind of get this dopamine secreted from uh, having kind of the guy chasing them on the social media, but they don't have to actually meet and sleep with them. The... They secret enough dopamine to just keep it virtual instead of meeting in real life because the risk reward is go- is going lower. So yeah, I think uh, overall, uh, I mean, as a man, I quickly started. It was interesting to invest in this area of my life, and I think it's cool that you're sharing it, uh, Limo. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. If there is Thank something you. that you would like to say at the end. Like mm-hmm. to our audience, I don't know, to wish them something or to give like one advice or whatever, feel free to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, one piece of advice that I can uh, give everyone is, you know, you can either spend time to learn something or spend money to learn from others mm-hmm. how to do it. And I think if right now you're struggling with dating, with making money or whatever, if you're struggling with making money, definitely Pierre can help you. But if you're struggling for, uh, if you're struggling with women, then you should definitely find someone who can, you know, shortcut the process for you because that's what I've done myself. I mean, I didn't invent this whole stuff. I learned from many, many mentors. When I was living in Canada, I've been trained by some of the best, uh, you know, dating coaches in America. And then I've, I've invested in many, many boot camps and stuff like that. And so I, you, you can't invent this stuff and reinvent the wheel. Otherwise, you're going to spend years of your life. So really surround yourself with the best people, have a network, surround yourself with the best mentors and learn from people who have, who have already achieved the stuff you want to do. Uh, that's my main advice. And I wish um, I wish I could have invested uh, sooner even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, w- I wouldn't have done the, the mistakes that I've done in the past. But yeah, definitely invest in yourself. And if you want some help with dating, then follow me on social media uh, at Limo Eslady, or you can go to my website, hardselfcircle.com and you can see uh, how you can uh, you can improve that with us. Yeah, we will put the Links, link in yeah. the in the uh, description uh, as always. And if you want to make money on Instagram, there is Catherine as well. <laughs> yes, that's <Yeah>. me. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, Limo. Thank Was you. nice yeah. having you. Yeah, thank yeah you very much. very cool conversation and, and very op- op- opening the mind. <laughs> we we see you next week's guy. And uh, as we always say, uh, the way to help us is this uh, five star review. Yes. On whatever platform you're yeah, using. Yeah, your feedback, sharing Mainly on your social media. Spotify, Apple, Google. Thank you very much. Awesome. And Thank you. Have a nice week. Ciao, Bye. Ciao.